0: Hello, friends. I'm Rick Warren, and welcome to Spurgeon's Sermons. This is the official podcast brought to you by Premier and Spurgeon's College. You know, the teachings of Charles Spurgeon have had a personal impact on my life in a profound way, and I'm confident they'll do the same for you. So get ready to be challenged, equipped, and guided by Charles Spurgeon, who is universally regarded as the greatest English preacher in the history of the church. How to Read the Bible. A sermon by Charles Spurgeon. Part 3. Have ye not read? Have ye not read? If ye had known what this meaneth. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 12, verses 3 to 7. If we thus ask the guidance and teaching of the Holy Spirit, it will follow, dear friends that we shall be ready to use all means and helps towards the understanding of the Scriptures. When Philip asked the Ethiopian eunuch whether he understood the prophecy of Isaiah, he replied, How can I, unless some man should guide me? Then Philip went up and opened to him the word of the Lord. Some, under the pretense of being taught of the Spirit of God, refuse to be instructed by books or by living men. This is no honouring of the Spirit of God, it is a disrespect to him. For if he gives to some of his servants more light than to others, and it is clear he does, then they are bound to give that light to others and to use it for the good of the church. But if the other part of the church refused to receive that light, to what end did the Spirit of God give it? This would imply that there is a mistake somewhere in the economy of gifts and graces, which is managed by the Holy Spirit. It cannot be so. The Lord Jesus Christ pleases to give more knowledge of his word and more insight into it to some of his servants than to others. And it is ours, joyfully, to accept the knowledge which he gives, in such ways as he chooses to give it. It would be most wicked of us to say, we will not have the heavenly treasure which exists in earthen vessels. If God will give us the heavenly treasure out of his own hand, but not through the earthen vessel, we will have it. But we think we are too wise, too heavenly minded, too spiritual altogether to care for jewels when they are placed in earthen pots. We will not hear anybody and we will not read anything except the book itself. Neither will we accept any light except that which comes in through a crack in our own roof. We will not see by another man's candle. We would sooner remain in the dark. Brothers and sisters, do not let us fall into such folly. Let the light come from God, and though a child shall bring it, we will joyfully accept it. If any one of his servants, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas, shall have received light from him, behold, all are yours, and ye are Christ's. And Christ is God's. And therefore accept of the light which God has kindled, and ask for grace that you may turn that light upon the Word, so that when you read it, you may understand it. I do not wish to say much more about this, but I should like to push it home upon some of you. You have Bibles at home, I know. You would not like to be without Bibles. You would think you were heathens if you had no Bibles. You have them very neatly bound, and they are very fine-looking volumes, not much thumbed, not much worn, and are not likely to be so, for they only come out on Sundays for an airing, and they lie in lavender with the clean pocket handkerchiefs all the rest of the week. You do not read the word, you do not search it. And how can you expect to get the divine blessing? If the heavenly gold is not worth digging for, you are not likely to discover it. Often and often, I have told you that the searching of the scriptures is not the way of salvation. The Lord hath said, Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And thou shalt be saved. But, still, the reading of the word often leads, like the hearing of it, to faith. And faith brings salvation. For faith comes by hearing, and reading is a sort of hearing. While you are seeking to know what the gospel is, it may please God to bless your souls. But what poor reading some of you give to your Bibles. I do not want to say anything which is too severe, because it is not strictly true. Let your own consciences speak. But still I make bold to inquire, do not many of you read the Bible in a very hurried way? Just a little bit, and off you go. Do you not soon forget what you have read? and lose what little effect it seemed to have. How few of you are resolved to get at its soul, its juice, its life, its essence, and to drink in its meaning. Well, if you do not do that, I tell you again, your reading is miserable reading, dead reading, unprofitable reading. It is not reading at all. The name would be misapplied. May the blessed Spirit give you repentance on this matter. But now, secondly and very briefly, let us notice that in reading we ought to seek out the spiritual teaching of the Word. I think that is in my text because our Lord says, Have ye not read? Then again, have ye not read? And then he says, If ye had known what this meaneth, and the meaning is something very spiritual. The text he quoted was, I will have mercy and not sacrifice. A text out of the prophet Hosea. Now the scribes and Pharisees were all for the letter, the sacrifice, the killing of the bullock and so on. They overlooked the spiritual meaning of the passage. I will have mercy and not sacrifice. Namely, that God prefers that we should care for our fellow creatures rather than that we should observe any ceremonial of his law so as to cause hunger or thirst and thereby death to any of the creatures that his hands have made. They ought to have passed beyond the outward into the spiritual. And all our readings ought to do the same. Notice that this should be the case when we read the historical passages. Have ye not read what David did when he was hungry? And they that were with him, how he entered into the house of God and did eat the show bread, which was not lawful for him to eat, neither for them which were with him, but only for the priests.' This was a piece of history, and they ought to have read it as to have found spiritual instruction in it. I have heard very stupid people say, Well, I do not care to read the historical parts of Scripture. Beloved friends, you do not know what you are talking about when you say so. I say to you now, by experience that I have sometimes found even a greater depth of spirituality in the histories than I have in the Psalms. You will say, how is that? I assert that when you reach the inner and spiritual meaning of a history, you are often surprised at the wondrous clearness, the realistic force with which the teaching comes home to your soul. Some of the most marvellous mysteries of Revelation are better understood by being set before our eyes in the histories than they are by the verbal declaration of them. When we have the statement to explain the illustration, the illustration expands and vivifies the statement. For instance, when our Lord himself would explain to us what faith was, He sent to us the history of the brazen serpent, and who that has ever read the story of the brazen serpent has not felt that he has had a better idea of faith through the picture of the dying, snake-bitten persons looking to the serpent of brass and living than from any description which even Paul has given us wondrously as he defines and describes. Never, I pray you, depreciate the historical portions of God's word. But when you cannot get good out of them, say, This is my foolish head and my slow heart. O Lord, be pleased to clear my brain and cleanse my soul. When he answers that prayer, you will feel that every portion of God's word is given by inspiration. And is and must be profitable to you. Cry, Open thou mine eyes, that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. Just the same thing is true with regard to all the ceremonial precepts, because the Saviour goes on to say, Have ye not read in the law how that on the Sabbath days the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are blameless? There is not a single precept in the old law without an inner sense and meaning. Therefore do not turn away from Leviticus or say, I cannot read these chapters in the books of Exodus and Numbers. They are all about the tribes and their standards, the stations in the wilderness and the halts of the march, the tabernacle and the furniture Or about golden knops and bowls and boards and sockets and precious stones and blue and scarlet and fine linen? No, but look for the inner meaning. Make thorough search, for as in the king's treasure, that which is the most closely locked up and the hardest to come at is the choicest jewel of the treasure. So is it. With the Holy Scriptures. Did you ever go to the British Museum Library? There are many books of reference there which the reader is allowed to take down when he or she pleases. There are other books for which they must write a ticket, and you cannot get them without the ticket. But they have certain choice books which you will not see without a special order, and then there is an unlocking of doors and an opening of cases, and there is a watcher with you while you make your inspection. You are scarcely allowed to put your eye on the manuscript for fear you should blot a letter out by glancing at it. It is such a precious treasure. There is not another copy of it in all the world, and so you cannot get at it easily. Just so. There are choice and precious doctrines of God's word which are locked up in such cases as Leviticus or Solomon's song and you cannot get at them without a deal of unlocking of doors and the Holy Spirit himself must be with you or else you will never come at the priceless treasure. The higher truths are as choicely hidden away as the precious regalia of princes. Therefore search as well as read. Do not be satisfied with a ceremonial precept till you reach its spiritual meaning, for that is true reading. You have not read till you understand the spirit of the matter. Thank you for listening, friends. This podcast was brought to you by Premier in association with Spurgeon's College. For more Christian podcasts, sermons, and music, head back to the website Premier.plus and sign in for free.